This is Brain Diet, episode number 67. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk to you about opinion energy. What is opinion energy? I like to think about how much mental energy we have, the same as I think about the physical energy we have. In a day, we really only have so much physical energy to exert ourselves before we need to stop and recover and sleep, right? Right now, we've been doing this massive overhaul of our front yard, and my husband, Ben, has been doing an amazing job working every spare hour on it. Like he is constantly out there doing stuff and it is a ton of physical energy. And most days after a couple of hours, he is kind of beat and needs to be done. (laughs) And so physical energy has been depleted for him and he requires rest. The same is true for mental energy. We only have so much mental energy in a day, and I have another podcast on that called Mental Energy, and today I wanted to talk about opinion energy, which is just another extension of a type of energy that we have that we have to be very deliberate with how we spend it. So do you spend mental energy having opinions about things that just aren't important? For example, we tend to have a lot of opinions about how other people are living their lives. We like to have opinions about how people parent their children. We like to have opinions about other people's lifestyle choices, especially when other people's lives are being lived differently to ours. When people make different choices than we do, we like to have opinions about that. We also like to have opinions about people on reality TV. I think about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Like there is a whole society of people in America that have such passionate opinions about the people on that show. Like I feel like on that show, they are out to get people to have very, very powerful opinions. Like I know... Chris Harrison will say things like, America has spoken and America has had these types of opinions about these people. And it's mind-blowing to me that people have such passionate opinions about A, someone they don't even know, but B, someone that doesn't really affect their life in any way. And I'm not saying that's a problem, but it's just really interesting to see the depth of the passion of the opinion that people might have about the contestants on this show. And the same goes for celebrities. I mean, I think that that is one of the most crazy money makers in the world is, is magazines trying to shift people's opinions of celebrities in order to make money or to spin what people think about celebrities in order just to get some sort of like fiery opinion going. And I always... I mean, I I feel like I can fall into that category sometimes where I will get interested in celebrities and what's happening in their lives. But whenever I talk to my husband, Ben, like sometimes we'll have the conversation and I'll say, if you could, 
if you could have a conversation with any famous person, who would it be and why? And I've asked them this question multiple times, and I'm always surprised at his indifference every time. (laughs) Like he doesn't really seem to care because he doesn't really have opinions about famous people. And the things that he has opinions about are on things that actually matter to him. And so when I ask him about these celebrities, his response is usually just like, oh, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're interesting in some way. Like he, you know, has a by default, you know, positive or even neutral opinion about famous people, celebrities. But for the most part, he doesn't allocate any of his opinion energy to celebrities or people that he doesn't know. And I look at the culture of society today with cancel culture. It is all just people having very, very fiery opinions. And each person has their purpose for their fiery opinions, but I do think it's worth noting how much energy you are putting toward opinions on certain topics. I know people had a lot of opinions about how different people approached COVID and social distancing and schooling for kids. I mean, everyone did it a little bit differently based on what they thought was best or based on what they wanted to do. And again, coming back to this idea of people doing things differently than you do, people would have opinions and they might vocalize their opinions. And I think it's really interesting to note why, like, why is it that we have such opinions about other people and how they approached a pandemic and how they approached schooling their children and social distancing. Another topic that is very emotionally charged when it comes to opinions is politicians. People that are in the realm of politics, public office, people have very, very emotional opinions about them. And I'm not saying this is wrong. There's nothing um, bad about having an emotional opinion on a politician. Again, I just think it's fascinating to wonder why. At least in my own approach, I like to do my research and then I make my decisions and then I vote and then I move on. And if someone else is elected to office, I just decide to have a good opinion of them. Because otherwise, what purpose would it serve me to have terrible opinions about someone that is in public office? And again, a lot of people might think that that's wrong. People think that it's important to have very um, passionate opinions, and that's okay. That's just kind of not where I allocate my opinion energy. And another thing that people tend to have opinions about, like restaurants. I had a friend who every time we went out to dinner together, it was like painful trying to decide which restaurant to go to because she had to make sure that she entertained every single option and was worried that it wouldn't be the right choice. And she wanted to make sure that it was good and perfect. And for me, I didn't think that was really necessary. I was more interested in just being with her. And so wherever we went, I decided ahead of time to just have a good opinion of wherever we ended up. It didn't necessarily matter to me about the restaurant because I didn't care to allocate any energy there. Another thing that we really, really tend to have opinions about that I don't know is very useful for us is the tasks that we have to accomplish in the day. Think about exercising, going to work, cleaning your house. If you are constantly having opinions about those things, like going to the gym, such a grind, such hard work, or going to work today, it's just not fun, I don't want to do it, or even cleaning the house, If you are constantly having an opinion about cleaning your house, it's going to weigh you down. And if you are going to go through the day and do those tasks anyway, 
I recommend not allocating any opinion energy to it. The people that are really, really good at getting things done don't spend time having opinions about those things. They just do them. It's something they don't even really think about. So if you weren't constantly having opinions about other people, the way that they are living their lives, about what decisions other people were making, about celebrities that you'll never meet, about different outfit options, if you didn't have constant opinions about your task list, what else could you use your opinion energy for? What else do you want to have opinions about? What is important to you to have opinions about? There are many things in my life that I think maybe I once upon a time would have wanted to have an opinion on, and I've just decided I don't care to anymore. I don't care to have an opinion on many things in my life. In fact, I'm just happy to approve of things and just hand things over to people that are smarter than I am and might have a more legitimate opinion than I do. There are so many things in my life that I don't have a place to have an opinion on. <laughs> and so for so many things, my default is just approval. I just assume the best. I've decided it's not worth it for me to try and form an opinion because I don't want to put my energy there. So having just a default of approval makes me feel better all the time. For example, again, coming back to this yard overhaul that's happening, we are having to choose all sorts of different things for the outside, what type of fence we wanted, what color of fence we wanted, what type of new mailbox, what numbers to go on the house and on the fence. And if we were to paint and to, you know, where we want to place things and what type of flowers and bushes, there are many different things that I could have an opinion on. And I don't want to be overly concerned with that. I've just kind of decided if this is within the price range and I like the way it looks now, then great. I'm just going to decide to approve of it. And when most people ask me my opinion on stuff like that, usually my default is, yeah, that's great because that just feels good to me. Another thing that I don't care to have a very passionate opinion on is like the pediatrician for my kids. I got a recommendation from someone for a pediatrician that they said was great and she was close to where we live. And so I just decided she's great. I love this pediatrician. She's awesome. And I hear of people that do a ton of research on this and they will drive an extra amount of time to go to a certain doctor. And again, I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. That's just not something that I choose to put my opinion energy towards. As long as this pediatrician is ensuring that my children are healthy, she is accessible, she is knowledgeable, That that's good enough for me. I've just decided that's fine. Even if there are better ones in the world, I'm sure there are. It's just not worth it to me to form a very deep opinion on because I have other things that I want to allocate my opinion energy towards. Another thing that I don't care to have opinions about, my kids' clothes. You know, for how quickly they grow, I could easily slip into some very definite opinions on what it is they are wearing. However, that takes a lot of time because it's a lot of shopping. It's a lot of replacing because they are growing so quickly. And so what usually happens is I get hand-me-downs from family members and friends. They're amazing. I will go through them and it's like, great. I will throw out what's dirty and unusable and then just be content with the rest. I'm not going to have crazy opinions about what it is that they're wearing because I just don't care to. And I mean, they're not dressed in rags, but it's also like they're covered. They're healthy. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I had recently asked my mother-in-law for a recommendation for a paint color and, 
you know, cause she's really good with that kind of thing. And she recommended one and I was just like, great, that's great. I've decided I'll love it. I trust her. End of story. And I saw a girl on Instagram who had spent months with paint samples, deciding what color to paint her living room. Now, again, I am not saying this is a problem. I just think it's worth noting where it is you are allocating your opinion energy because maybe there is something that's more important to you. And if that's the case, you have to allocate it appropriately because you only have so much. Some people love to really, really decide what paint is going to be the best for their living room. That's great. But just do that on purpose. Because if I had to form a deliberate and slow opinion on every single piece in our house, I feel like that alone would be a full-time job. And some people would love that full-time job, not me. I have other things that are more important to me than the paint color. (laughs) And so I default by assuming the best. And it empowers me to not be weighed down by my unnecessary opinions that I just don't really care to have. Sometimes we think that opinions are factual or that we need to find the fact in order to make the right choice or that opinions are necessary in order for us to feel good. Like I need to see every single option and I need to form a very specific opinion about every single option. And I don't think that's necessary. I think that it takes up a lot of energy that we could use otherwise. Opinions aren't necessary. They are just optional thoughts. We don't have to have an opinion about everything. Now, there are things that I want to have opinions about. The first being myself. I am constantly having opinions about myself. My brain is constantly offering thoughts about me. And so I monitor this one extremely closely and make sure that I have a very specific and amazing opinion of myself. Because if I'm constantly having a terrible opinion of myself, then I'm going to feel terrible all the time. And that's also not something that I want. So I'm monitoring that very carefully. I'm also being very deliberate about what I want to think about myself. If my brain goes down the route of having a negative opinion of myself, I'm very, very careful to redirect it back to, nope, this is what we think about us. This is what I want to think about me. And I'm not going to allow it to go any other direction but this one. Another thing I want to have opinions about is behaviors in my children, right? I don't necessarily care what clothes they're wearing. I mean, I kind of do, but not a ton. But the way that they're acting, I want to have opinions about. There are certain things that I don't want to be indifferent to. And this is because I want to be the parent that I want to be. And so in order to cultivate that and accomplish that, I have to assess the way they're behaving and form opinions, about what it is that I think I need to teach them or how it is that I need to approach them, right? I want to have an opinion about that. Another thing that I want to have opinions about, this is something that I discovered a couple of years ago that has become very important to me, but chemicals and toxins in our house and in our food, I've been educating myself on all sorts of effects of the things that are allowed in our food and our products and our fabrics and all these things. And I realized that, again, kind of tying back to the parent I want to be, to the person I want to be, I want to cultivate the most healthy environment possible, both physically, mentally, and emotionally for me and my husband and my kids. And so in order to do that, I'm very opinionated about what foods and products I will allow into our home. Another more silly thing that I love to have an opinion about is makeup. I love makeup. 
I've loved it for years. I think it is so fun to experiment with it. I think it's so transformative. It can be so fun to just play with. Makeup is so fun to me. And I actually used to do makeup on people. I did a lot of brides for their wedding days or for photo shoots. And I just think that's so fun. And so when it comes to choosing what makeup I want for myself to have in my own personal collection, I'm very opinionated. There are certain types of makeup that I just am not here for. And there are lots that I love. And so I make sure that I only have makeup that I love. And for some reason, that's something that's important to me. And I want to have opinions about that because it's a passion of mine. And I want to cultivate those. Many people in the world don't care about makeup and that's okay. I've just decided on purpose that that's one thing that I love caring about. When it comes to other people, if I don't know another person, I just default to them being a good person. I like to believe in the best in other people. And if there are people that are coming into my home that I'm interacting with, I spend a little bit more energy forming an opinion, making an assessment, like, do I want this person in my house? But beyond that, I try to just assume the best in people. I try to just believe that most of us are really doing our best. I genuinely do believe that. And having opinions otherwise just feels terrible for me and doesn't accomplish anything. I have other more important things that I want to have opinions about and be thinking about. And so what I want to offer you today is that what it is you are having opinions about depletes you of your opinion energy. So pay attention to what it is you have very strong opinions about. And if you feel that that is necessary, then deliberately hold on to it. But if you notice that maybe it isn't really necessary for you, then just approve of something and move on. It feels so much better that way. That's all I have for you, everybody. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.